Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me in the Zoom room to discuss two classic Kiss albums, please welcome Kyle Dodson, Courtney Cronin, Christian Malmeen, and Kyle Hildreth. How's everybody doing? Good. Dynamite. Well, kind of (laughs) good. All right. We got two people on the East Coast. Kyle Dodson, how are you doing in Brooklyn? Uh, Good. Good. Is it snowing still? Uh, no, but it's just being like you know cold one day and then super hot the next day. So weather's a bitch. I just, man. I just stay inside. All righty, Kyle Hildreth <laughs> from the woods of Western Mass. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay, but I am stuck down here in a. I can't tell if you can see. I'm stuck in a barrel. I can't no, see. You can't see. You can't there see you it go. at all. What, what do you mean there you're you stuck go. in a barrel? What's that mean? Um, these two albums, they are down near the bottom. Oh, oh but wait, no, wait, they're at the bottom. It's The Elder and uh, Carnival of Souls. Okay. So, <laughs> close, right, but not well. right at the bottom. All right. Well, that's okay. Well, thank you for that. That's a lot uh, for that joke. Jesus. Christian Malmeen, growing the beard and growing the hair. Yes, I am. All right. Party Thank all you. over. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> and usually ladies are first, but tonight, we're dismissive of the ladies and we put them last. <laughs> That's the way I like it. I think fresh off an Ace Freely concert, possibly. Uh, fresh off flaking on my friends for the Ace Freely concert. So you didn't go. I didn't. I, I didn't feel well yesterday. Well, you know, you, yeah. you got to feel well if you want to rock. I do. And I can't go out three nights in a row. I've just realized I'm officially at the age where two nights is okay. Three, I can't do. May I ask what happened on the other two nights? I went to see Enough's Enough. Okay. And then I had a family thing. And then a friend of mine took me to the For Your Consideration thing for Grace and Frankie. And that's what did me in with Chardonnay (laughs) and 80-year-old women. Okay. (laughs) All right. You're supposed to build up your immunity. So when you turn 80... You'll be good to go. Not never going to happen. I'm going to die before I'm 55. Grace and Frankie, that's <laughs> Lily Tomlin and uh, Jane Fonda. How do they look in person? Fabulous. Right. Unbelievable. It's crazy, right? It's nuts. Modern technology. It's really, I mean, she, she looks younger than me. It's crazy. That's nutty. Mm. All right. So guys, let's get into it. We're here tonight. We're at the two albums from 1985 and 1987. Asylum and Crazy Nights. The first one is Asylum, released September 16th, 1985. It's what, 37 years ago? Produced by Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. I will let you know that Rolling Stone Magazine gave this one out of five stars. Wow. (laughs) Don't usually agree with that, but that's a little high. (laughs) There's 10 tracks. Six tracks have Paul on lead vocals and four tracks have Gene Simmons on lead vocals. And we're going to start it off with the first track. And then I will just point blank go to you folks for your opinions. I'm probably going to go this way. It's going to be Courtney, Christian, young Kyle, old Kyle, and then me. So that way we won't be all 
chitter chatter over top of each other. Uh, first, let's talk about this album cover. Wow. No. Uh, I mean, we got the Kiss logo, and the album's called Asylum. I can think of about a thousand things you could do with an album called Asylum. Yeah, why aren't they all in straight jackets? Straight jackets yeah. or behind, uh, you know, in a gla- in a rubber room, something. This this, this does not rock. This no. It looks like a... It looks like a new wave album. Yeah, it's just, and on Wikipedia it says, well, their lipstick is re- reminiscent of their uh, their colors. You know, Paul's purple, Gene's red, the guitar player's <laughs> blue, and the drummer's green. And it said that they're in the same position as the members of Kiss are on Dynasty. I think they were really pulling, uh, <laughs> reaching. I mean, on uh, Wikipedia to try to make us think this is a good album cover but yeah well dynasty is my favorite album cover so yeah. i don't think you can compare the two at all no. <laughs> the no. first thing you thought of was asylum when you saw no what i'm thinking asylum. is like teenage Wait, girls no. bedroom poster yeah this is a uh, i don't know it, this might be the it, worst kiss album cover i don't know if this was called teen beat <laughs> you <say that> again, <laughs> courtney Sorry, I stepped on Kyle's teen beat joke, which no, is no. exactly it's what fine. I was thinking before. But uh, <laughs> it's not the worst, but it's just at first you can't really tell who it is. If you cover up Kiss, you're like, who is that? Yeah. Oh, it's the band Asylum. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. And and on the back cover, also they're really utilizing oh. the police synchronicity <laughs> kind of rings of paint with your red, yellow. Right? Yeah. Is that what? Kind of going on, a little reminiscent of that. Yeah, yeah I just that was the design in '85, right? Yeah, that's this, all. That yeah, that's that, that's, that's the, the only cross. option that is a worse cover than the one they chose. <laughs> yes, is the yeah. back. Yeah, you look at uh, what you call. Look at Bruce and tell me that's not Dorothy and Gene. Probably, I'd say okay, Rue McClanahan. Oh, <laughs> Eric's uh, Rose and Paul's Sophia. You tell me those aren't the Golden Girls on All the right. back cover. And the front <laughs> cover, that's hotel art. Come on. There's, yeah, a, there's an actual uh, a firm that put that together and thought this was a good idea. I know. They paid I, money for this. Yep. And then and the band approved it. Well, those colors and that that was popular, that look at the time. It does fit with the tone of the videos and everything. Very bright. Popular. Yep. It's popular for ladies, though. L- yeah, it's more, more for us. There's no guys going, dude, did you see yeah. this? It's, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the elder. I was nine like, running around. Yeah, yeah like, like dudes were not showing up dressed like kisses on this album cover. No. no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, but for me, the biggest, the biggest misstep is the album's called Asylum. And again, anyone could think of something better to do than it's crazy than this they should have called the album pastel <laughs> all right first song in the album let's hear a little bit of it it's a paul stanley tune and it's called king of the mountain let's rock Yeah. 
All right. We didn't get to this lyric, but this is the lyric that jumps out at me as being ridiculous. All the king's horses and all the king's men were getting crazy and crazy again. Thank God. Let's start with Courtney. Let's start with Courtney. Hold your thoughts, guys. Courtney. Uh, it's what funny. You- that's the one lyric I wrote down when listening to it. I love when like bands try to sneak that in a little Humpty Dumpty <laughs> reference. It's so metal. But um, I think this sound, this song kind of sounds a little, is this the one I said sounds a little poppy? No, I can't even read my own writing because I wrote this a while ago. <laughs> I think that's all I had for this. Do you like the song? Okay, yeah. yeah it's all right. Okay. It's not my favorite. All right, Christian Momin. Yes. All right. Um, so with both these albums, 1985 to 87, I just have to preface by saying those were my high school years. All right. And when these albums came out, I was so busy rehearsing Importance of Being Earnest and <laughs> Once Upon a Mattress. And so, so I didn't get these albums too much later. Uh, it the whole The song opens with a great Eric Carr drum solo, a couple yes. of couple of licks uh i really like that um and it's it's you know it's a good rocker it's okay i it doesn't do a lot for me um but i would say you know uh, the drums are good so mm-hmm. all right young kyle what do you think of king of the mountain uh it's a it's a good tune to start off the album i think it kicks it off pretty rocking i will say the lyrics are on par with kiss <laughs> I'm going to climb a mountain. I'm going to go to the top. Where else would you go, Paul? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go right to the middle and then come back down. And it's funny because Desmond Child is a co-writer on this, and he usually brings out the best in these these rockers. You know, he usually is able to turn a nice phrase. But, uh, yeah, so uh, old Kyle Hildreth, what do you got on this one? Here we go. Do you like no, the song? I don't like anything on these damn albums. Oh, no. Oh, no. But that being said, this one is one of the better ones off of both of the albums. Um, it feels like the last vestige of the 80s kiss from before. You're Look It Up, you're, uh, well, sort of your Creatures of the Night. It's not terrible, but eh. and that drum, I do like the drum, how it opens with the drum fill in the beginning, but it's a terrible fill. It's like you fell down the, it's got that Ricky Rocket. Um, on Skinny Bop drum fill in the beginning. That crap. It's like, you are a good drummer and it plays great throughout the whole album. Play a good fill to start off the album. Not just Other than that, yeah. It's an okay song. I thought that was the drum fill. That's me realizing I lost all my notes for... You'll wing it. You'll be fine. Yeah, I lost Um, them. (laughs) For me, King of the Mountain, I I do like King of the Mountain. It's uh, it's for me, it's one of the better songs on this album. So I do enjoy it. Uh, You know, I already mentioned uh, that silly lyric and Kyle, you mentioned about, you know, climb the mountain, go to the top. So, uh, you know, it's 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 typical kiss in that way. (laughs) Let's move on to our first Gene song. Anyway, you slash it.
right, Courtney, what do you think about one of Jean's creepy underage girl songs? Well, they're always my favorites because they're always, always them. Right. Um, <laughs> I just love it's like one of Jean's other songs, like love them, leave them, anyway, it's like he takes like some like saying and makes it a song about having sex with hot girls. <laughs> yeah, this is just uh, ain't your mother's daughter. I know you want to cross the border. I guess you cross the border and it's illegal then to have sex with this girl. Uh, just, um, I do like that. I mean, Gene's voice sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Music's good. You got that? Yeah. Christian, what do you think? <laughs> Does anybody else hear a little bit of All American Man from Alive Ooh. 2? Ooh. The riff, the riff uh, reminds me of that. Yes. Uh, yeah. So um, if somebody would have come to me in 1985 with this song and said, here's the new Gene song off the new Kiss album, it would not disappoint. It would be what I would expect. And, uh, you know, uh, the, um, you know, the opening kind of has the same thing as Lick It Up. It could be Lick It Up, but then it branches off in another direction. Um, However... That kind of bluesy closing of the song. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where now, 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 now. Yeah, they yeah. Do, uh, <laughs> this blues closing, uh, and that made up for me personally. That made up for the rest of the song. Now, look, I'm 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 reading these lyrics uh, as a, a father of two in 2022. <laughs> in, 19, in 1985, none of these lyrics bothered me at all because I wasn't even thinking about it. Right. You know, I wasn't thinking that, oh, the guy who wrote this is about is singing about underage girls. I didn't think that about Christine 16 either. You know, because when Christine 16 came out, I was probably, I don't know, 12. So I thought, oh, cool. Christine, she's older than me. Hot. (laughs) Um, Kyle, what do you think of any way you slice it? Um. It's fine. It's like the it's the standard gene fair. I don't know. They, they, this line is my favorite. So let me be your king bee, a thing that doesn't exist. Uh, I want your hornet's nest. Also, a different species of, of insect. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> they, don't really, like, they don't really research the lyrics. Yeah, if if this were a Paul song, it would be like, any way you slice it, just like Wonder Bread. <laughs> it's like in the new Morbius movie where he says, I have bat radar, which is sonar. What the? Yeah. Yeah. Idiots. Kyle Hildreth, I know you love these albums. What do you got for us? <sighs> Come on. <laughs> First of all, it does have a good chorus. That's nice. Yeah. It's very, and like uh, Christian said, it's very lick it up-ish. Yeah. That kind of sound. But when you're the second song into your album and you're ending it in a cartoon, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? That's not the, that tells me you have no interest in this album at all. You don't want to put any effort into it. And ugh, yeah. And the rest of the song is just all over the place. All the, I mean, it does its job, but it's just not a great song. Um, is it sounds you might as well time? like, you might as well just be like, that's all, folks. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> this is how it's going to be the, the whole time, old Kyle. Christian's going to go, I love that drum part. And then you're going to go, that drum part's awful. I love how that ends. I hate how that ends. 
Maybe. <laughs> I do like the drums. The drums. That's going to be the other Kyle's job. So this is going to be Battle of the Kyles. I, I know. It. It's good Kyle, bad Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, the drum the drums on this album are good, but the sound is terrible. They have the guitars pulled up so high that they are just blowing everything out of the water, and you miss out on that Creatures kind of feel, that well, production. I never think that Gene and Paul can produce the band themselves because there's no You're one right. there to tell them no. So they just, mm. it is what it is. And I'm Did probably going to say, up? yes. <laughs> I'm going to say Gene probably produced his four songs and Paul probably produced his six. And then they get a shared <sighs> co-producer yep. credit. That's on exactly it. what happened. <laughs> and the kids and lose me. That end. ending it was very Gene Simmons solo album-y. Yep. Uh, let's that's a word. Cut, cut to an email we get. Hey, actually, G was there for the whole production. Uh, shut up, nerds. Okay. <laughs> let's go for the next Paul song. Track three. I believe this was a, this was a video song. There was only, only one of the songs was released as a proper single, and we're not there yet. But I believe Who Wants to Be Lonely did have a video. So here we yeah. go. Who wants to be lonely? None of us want to be lonely. Courtney Cronin, tell us what you got. Okay, quickly, three things. One, favorite song on the album. Love this song. Love it. Second, um, it uh, was played and very well received by the Bruce Kulick Band on Kiss Cruise 10, sung by the fabulous Mr. Todd Kearns. Crush this. It was awesome. And three, um, at Kiss Expo in Parsippany, like four years ago, they did like Kiss drinks and the bar just kind of did their own without like knowing the songs as like in depth as the Kiss fans. So of course they're all like, what? You know, so a bunch of us got together and changed them. And for this one, it was who wants to be Chardonnay. (laughs) So it was who wants to be Chardonnay every time. So it was a very popular amongst the, the Expoians. And I I love this song. I bet on these Kiss cruises when, uh, when a deep cut pops out, everyone goes crazy. They go nuts. And that's Bruce served it up. Bruce just kept serving them up. It was really cool. Well, I do want to give a shout out to Bruce on both of these albums. He really yes. is the MVP on these two albums because his playing is always just perfection for me. Okay, Christian Malmin, who wants to be lonely? Well, it sold me. I The chorus is catchy as can be and as far as them just trying to fit into what was going on at the time, I think it works. And uh, I agree with Courtney where, uh, yeah, it's fun. It uh, pulls me in and that's about it. And it's a, it's a fun video. 
It's a lot of water. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> girls writhing in showers and, you know, Bruce with his guitar falls into a swimming pool, I think backwards and in slow motion. So all that good stuff, you know? All right. Perfect. Perfect. And young Kyle, what do you got for who wants to be lonely? I like this song. I think it's very catchy. I, if it were two minutes and 30 seconds, it would be perfect. The four minutes is a little <laughs> bit too long. <laughs> Especially when the last like minute is just the chorus over and over and over. Right. Again. Yeah. The chorus just. If, if you want to make me hate your catchy chorus, <laughs> do that from with no variation. Um, I think Paul oversings a little bit on this song um, during the uh, verses, and that's just me. Uh, old Kyle, here we go. Get ready. Yeah. It, yes. Well, you know what? It's one thing. The catchy chorus. You're right. Everybody's right. It has a very catchy chorus that they run into the ground. And I'm sorry, Courtney. I love that you like the song. I agree with that. It does kind of go on. But I just can't. And that, and then this is the beginning. I wrote, here we go. The whiny lyrics. It's that Paul tone. And it comes through throughout the whole album almost. It's just that whininess that it's just not kissed. That's not what I want to hear from Kiss. That's why I don't like it. The whoa, 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 but whoa, whoa, that kind of stuff. Not the pants dropping. This is like a pants dropper for women. Okay. That's the thing. I'm not a girl. I know. It's funny that like dude songs, chick songs. Yeah, dude songs and chick songs. They do exist. Check out. That's all right. Can I say Asylum is 39 minutes? It feels very long, though. Like all the songs are over. Yeah. Like well, like three and a half minutes. The shortest song is three twenty-five. I agree yeah. with you on that. It does. It for some reason, for somehow a thirty-nine-minute album, it it does feel long. Which is yeah, I was surprised it was thirty-nine minutes. Well, if they cut the end of this song, it would only be twenty-two <laughs> minutes. So <laughs> they had to keep it going. <laughs> they didn't want the other songs to be lonely. That's what I mean. If there was a producer, if there was an outside producer in the room with them, they, they would say, okay, okay we're going to fade it around here. You guys keep this is doing good it right here. Here we go. All right. Moving on. Track How about we do four. it 10 more times. Yep. <laughs> 10 more times. Dang it. I'm just going to keep doing it. We'll take the best take. You know what? They were all the best. <laughs> Kiss wants every song to be an anthem. All right, Trial by Fire. It's our second Gene song. Let's hear it. I, I want to be the first one to say it. That chorus, that's your lick it up moment. Yeah. That yeah. sounds exactly like lick it up to me, that chorus. Um, Courtney, take it away. Love the chorus. 
Totally dig this song. Kiss loves to sing about fire. Here it is. Fire. Yeah. Fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's super poppy. I think it's like the poppiest song on, yeah. on the record. It's really poppy. And I like Gene's voice. Yeah. And I mean, whenever they don't have a line, they, they do. They just say, oh, yeah. Uh, again, oh yeah! Oh gonna yeah! Climb, gonna climb the ladder to the top. Yeah, they're, they're, look, Kiss is not gonna go halfway ever. They're going to the top. They're gonna go to the top of that eight foot ladder. Right. Uh, Christian, what do you got? Well, um, the opening drum beat I heard "Hurt So Good" by Johnny Cougar Mellencamp. Um, but I do like gene's voice in this when he kind of sings in the upper register yeah i do too like, yeah it's a little like the 78 solo album yep and uh the chorus is catchy as can freaking be uh and they do have a theme to their lyrics it's either uh banging chicks or going to the top and not let not letting anyone put you down you're gonna you know, like every song, it's either about that or both. Yeah. Um, so now, the, the best of both worlds would be if there's a bunk beds and there's a chick on the top bunk. Climb into the top. Yep. Never going to stop. And the oh, bottom yeah. bu- the bottom bunk is on fire. Yes. <laughs> um, but he Peter and, Ace, uh, and Peter and Ace are engulfed in flames. Yes, exactly. Um, in the, you know, in the lyrics, he does reference a love gun and at some point, and then he says, hands up, reach for the sky. I'll treat you good. Cause I'm a bad guy. Is that allowed? Oh boy. Can Gene, uh, reference Paul's lyrics? Whatever. I guess. <laughs> wow. And this was also, by the way, another writing co-writing credit with for Bruce. So yes. All right. Bruce is getting some co-writing uh, money on this album, so that's cool. Young Kyle, what do you got for this song? I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> it's not. It's 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 a. It's, I, I'm never gonna pull this out and say, you know what, I'm gonna listen to "Kiss Trial by Fire." <laughs> <laughs> like I'll listen to "Lick It Up" or something else. <laughs> like I'm never like, you know what, I need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay here we go i dare i say it that's crap for crying out loud <laughs> it's a crap riff the guitar riff is lazy and the whole song it's it is poppy and catchy but it's got that rolling feeling it's like it's like riding a slow car bouncing along it's yep. not a rock and roll song and it's got that hey guys are you gonna try to keep kiss down because you're not gonna i don't know if you knew that or not you're never gonna keep him down no Ugh, Don't even just try. Rehash baloney. This is the good album too. Of the two, this is the good one. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Um, they, they they act like they're like Judas Priest, and oh, people Jesus. are like, like uh, you know, raking them through the coals in the media all the time. And they're like, "You're not going to keep this." I was like, "No one's even talking about you at this point <laughs> in your well, career." Well, look, after Kyle, after uh, old Kyle, I have to say, I, I do like this song. It's one of my favorites okay. on the album. I'm right in line with Christian and Courtney on this. I do like Gene's voice on this. And even though the, the cadence of the chorus is familiar to Lick It Up for me, that's okay, because I like Lick It Up. So uh, I get a thumbs up for this song. I do like it. So, okay. All right. Here's another Paul one. And so far, I like how it's like, 
Paul, then Gene, then Paul, then Gene. So this one's called, this one's called I'm Alive. And we got uh, written by Paul Stanley, Bruce Kulik, and Desmond Child. Let's see if Desmond Child can get something going here. Just in case you couldn't uh, make out the lyric uh, with Paul's super over singing, he said, don't need no doctor putting me to bed. Give me the nurse and I'll make sure that she's fed. All righty. Sorry, Courtney. That's from Hop on Pop, right? (laughs) I don't know what that means. I don't know what he means by that. Um, But uh, this song I put, it kind of sounds like a Motley Crue at the beginning. Oh, yeah. That's a good call. And then kind of in the verses because it's really fast. It's like, you guys, we have five minutes to do this last song and go. And it it feels like super fast. Um, And it's not my favorite. I do like Paul's voice, though, but I like his voice all the time. But um, my only the only part I really like is the part where he goes, I'm alive at the end of the chorus. That's it. And Bruce. Bruce is perfect. Actually, and I don't know about drums, but I'm pretty sure you're going to say something, Christian, because they're super, super fast. (laughs) Yes. As a matter of fact, I have a note here that the opening drums I thought were really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And the whole song has an incredible drive to it. Uh, So it's a good rocker. And the guitar solo is On Fire by Bruce Kulick. Um, And uh, I'm Alive. This is not to be confused with a Bruce Kulick song called I'll Survive, which was on his BK3 solo album. And that's about when he got shot outside of the Roxy. Do you remember that? I do remember hearing about that. (sighs) Yeah, it was just some stray gunfire. Um, but he got shot in the leg and it kind of just breezed past, past his head. Um, it was a union show, right? Weren't they playing there and they were next door outside. And then I, I don't think they played that night. Oh, okay. They were just hanging out. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm going to nerd out. Um, he was actually at an event before he went to the Roxy earlier that evening that I was at. Oh, okay. Cause wow. Earl Skakel was there for this too. So. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, uh, that just made me think of the uh, the whole got shot story, which he probably doesn't talk about very much. Does he? Doesn't mention that on the cruises or no? Uh, not to my knowledge. Yeah, no, no need to get into that. But uh, but yeah, so not my favorite song, but I think it does rock pretty hard. All right, young Kyle. Uh, I I do like this song. Uh, I mean. The lyrics are like there. I think I've said this before in other ones. Their songs about sex are like someone who's never had sex before. <laughs> like only read about it or heard about it from a friend. Because uh, it's just like the, <laughs> this is just like the wolf in a Tex Avery cartoon. 
like <laughs> eyes going out and yep. Awooga, awooga. <laughs> back in. Uh, but no, I like I like this song. <laughs> here's, the, here's, here's the last here's the last proper lyric of the song. It says, "Take a look in the book of love, and it's understood. It ain't a crime to feel this good." Awooga. But that's also the that's also the second time he says something about the book of love. I know. He says it earlier, but it's a song about being alive. I he's like, yeah, I want to talk about the book of love. Desmond Child's like, okay. Maybe, maybe it's when you don't you can't you don't feel any more alive than when you're having sex. I guess. <laughs> Is that what he means? So he's heard. So he's heard. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And All Gene right. feels on fire. So <laughs> well, no, Gene, that's wrong. Gene feels on fire because he's got an STD. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Okay, uh, old Kyle, I know that you're going to have something positive to say about I'm Alive. <laughs> I am, actually. This is one of the better ones on the album. Woo! Any kind, you get a fast song, I'm happy. But th- does this sound song sound too fast for the, f- like, at least for Paul? Like, it's going, like, he's trying to catch up, and he can't kind of, like, grab a hold of the reins. It's just out of control a little bit, it seems like. It's for they, they only had five minutes to record it, and the song is three forty-five. So that's what. It, yeah, it just feels like it's constantly like they're playing too fast, and he can't keep up, and he's like struggling to get to the next line, struggling to get to the next chorus, and the the drum part. I have to go not never against the drums because I think Eric's a great drummer, but I don't like the drum part in the beginning. I think for all the stuff he does, again, make something memorable. Car Jam 81 from Revenge is better than any of the stuff on here. That's the fills, any of the fills he's doing on here. And that's if he's doing them. If it's not, what's his name? Schwartzberg, who's, I guess, he filled in and re uh, replayed half the stuff or whatever, or doubled up on some of the stuff to make it louder. I'm not sure exactly which ones it was, but yeah. I don't, uh, um, I don't think that Eric Carr ever really asserted himself within the band. I think he was very happy to be there. He didn't yeah. want to make any waves. And that's what, that's the feeling I always get. What is that based on? Nothing, but that's just what I feel. I feel <laughs> I like we think that's based on Paul and Gene knowing, seeing them once talk about something. That's probably what that's from. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And, and how do you not, when that breakdown happens, did you not want to sing something about route 69 again or going 69 <laughs> miles an hour? Cause that's what I felt like from, I think it was from Animalize. Yeah. we're going fix to nine <laughs> again but he just left it open and just went on his way to the solo and bruce is the best part of all of these albums yes that he's on all right man that sunset is gorgeous grill patio sunset hard to get better than that unless you're browsing carvana's inventory while you soak it all in oh burger time so sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Moving on, we are on side two. If you're in the vinyl age, side two kicks off with a Gene song. It's called Love's a Deadly Weapon. I wonder what he's talking about. wonder what his deadly weapon is.
right. I don't know what's going on with these lyrics. Did they? Did he just cut a bunch of words out of the newspaper and throw them in a bowl and just pull them out? And I mean, it, I don't even it's know. What's, a, it's the first day he got a thesaurus. I mean, because like like sugar to a baby. Does he mean like taking candy from a baby? Because that's different. And he's talking about murder. Is he going to kill her? I mean, I don't. Again, he's going to murder some ass. Yeah, but <laughs> with his go, weapon. Go with ahead, Courtney. Tell me, tell me what you think about "Love's a Deadly Weapon." I, I, I'm, I'm stumped. Well, any way you slice it, "Love's a Deadly Weapon" it's like the same song, but, um, but fun. And it what what makes me laugh about this song, but in a loving, fun way, um, is that the the opening is so like speedy and fast and hard, and the and the chorus is like you know, so get a grip, you know, and then it's like, love's a deadly weapon. It like busts into this like super poppy chorus I don't see coming at all. I mean, just the first three lines, but like, that's what I get from it. It just makes me laugh because I'm just like, yeah, 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 woo. I mean, that's literally the way it changes for me, but. Very show like, It's like they're trying to they're trying to play as fast as they can and sing as fast as they can, like it's a dare. Like someone said, "You guys can't sing fast and play fast." Oh yeah, we can. Christian, what do you got for us? Love's a deadly weapon. Yeah, I thought that it was interesting how they had these two really fast songs in a row. Yeah, Um, I do think it rocks and more blistering guitar soloing from Mr. Kulik. Yeah, just uh, fantastic, but. Song itself, uh, not super catchy to me, and uh, just something to point out. Okay, so you know how, like, when they talked about in the 80s, that Gene was off doing all these acting projects, and Paul really had to kind of pick up the slack for just Kiss in general, but especially in the studio, and so this is an album where that was going on, and um, just curious if you guys kind of see that reflected or hear it Yes, in a lot of this stuff that it's... (laughs) Kind of run in the ship, and Gene would just come in and yeah, that's why there's only four. What rhymes with what? And well, it's funny because this uh, this song is the only song that's co written with Gene and Paul, both have writing credits on this song, along Ah. with Rod Swenson and Wes Beach. I don't know who those guys are, but um, Kyle, uh, young Kyle Dotson, what do you got for Love's a Deadly Weapon? I mean, what what more can we say that hasn't already been said? He's on fire. He, they don't know what sex is. Make <laughs> it to the top. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's his, his temperatures it's rising. His temperatures rising, and he's and he wants her warm touch. Also, I feel like if you, I know they're trying to go back and forth. I feel like if you know that. Tears Are Falling is going to be the single that you put that at the top of one of the sides. Right. Mm. It's really it's, buried in the album. Tracks. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. So, so you want people to like move it. I don't know. Come on. All right. Buyer beware. Here comes Kyle Hildreth. Anytime <laughs> young Kyle starts with a big old sigh, that makes me laugh. That's his best. <laughs> um, yeah, come on. Another first of all, and Christian, I think you have the same notes I have, which is crazy. Again, oh, yeah. yeah, too soft, too fast song. Name an album that has two fast songs from a band that doesn't play fast songs in a row. None. You don't <laughs> shove them right together. 
even if it was on a even if it's like on a vinyl you don't put the fast song as track six on the second side it's and again they're playing way too fast for gene because you have to slow down during the chorus and put on the show tunes and it's just it's it should be played half speed i think the song would be work a little bit better if they just cut it down half speed and just relax because this thing is when I hear these fast songs in my head, I'm like, oh, these were never even attempted live. There's no way they even ever tried these live. Probably no, not. No. No. Who do they try to copy? You know how each album is based on somebody that was popular before? Who is this based on? Maybe it's the crew, like uh, Courtney was saying. In 85? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I don't know, Kyle. Maybe it's the crew? What? Oh, Motley Crew. Sorry. Yeah, the Motley Crew. When did Shout at the Devil come out? Was that 84, 83, 84? 83, 83, yeah. Okay. It just, for the look of it, the feel of it, the sound of it, it just, I don't know what they're trying for. Well, let's move on to the hit, the big single, written by Paul Stanley on his own. This is Tears Are Fallen. Courtney Cronin. Well, <clears throat> I think we found the other eight minutes on the album. It's the end of Tears Are Falling. Yes. It's got Who Wants to Be Lonely Disease. But it's okay because this song is awesome. And it is like Paul's voice at all time Paul's voice. Because this is like when I, I remember hearing this, like, or, you know, watching MTV and after I was like blinded by the light of the outfits in the video, I was like, holy shit, Paul Stanley sounds so good on this. Like even as a preteen, I, I understood. And um, I always thought Tears Are Falling is what his stylist, his old stylist said after watching what he wore in this particular video. Um, but which, by the way, is currently being rocked by Chris Jericho and his band Quarantine. He dresses like... Tears are falling, Paul. All right. It's pretty cool. I, I have to say, lyrically, the, this is more on point than any of the other songs, because for me, at least the lyrics make sense. Mm-hmm. This girl's going to break up with them, and tears are falling. You know, it's... I, it's. And they get Bruce soaking wet in this video again. Yes, yes. Bruce just gets the full shower. First yep. the pool, then the shower. Yep. Is it hazing now? Is that the problem is? <laughs> Could yeah, be. they're hazing them. Yeah. Christian, so. what do you think of this uh, classic hit single by Kiss? 
Well, when it first came out, I did not like it. I thought, this is what Kiss has turned into. What's this video? And I thought it was a little too kind of soft and right. mellow and slow but and poppy. But for all of those reasons, I do like it now. Uh, fond, uh, fond feeling for it. Um, you know, it's got a very melodic and easy flow to it, but it's still supported by the drums and the guitars and... Um, and also, I agree with Courtney, uh, especially towards the end where Paul is just sort of improvising, uh, but his voice is in top form. It's like, I mean, he's really showing his range. And uh, yeah, by 80, <laughs> it hadn't been trashed by 85. It was still in good form. So, and then also the video, I got to like that. You remember Paul did that windshield wiper? Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's a, and he's, I he's dig that. <laughs> he's singing in a tempo that's perfect for his voice. He's not oh, over singing. Yeah. He's not singing fast. He's not under singing. It's just right. It's right. I think it's just the sweet spot for yeah. Paul singing. Did you yeah. ever see on Conan O'Brien where Andy Richter had gone to the Kiss convention in 1995? Like, you know, before they reunited and all that stuff. And, well, he was pointing out some of the the outfits from this era, Oof. and he made fun of them, saying he referenced Doug Henning and B. Arthur. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. That looked like some of the outfits. So, anyway, but hey, eighty five. What are you gonna do? I know. Uh, worst year for fashion ever. This song <laughs> was all saying. over MTV. This was this was massive for Kiss. That's yeah. pro it's probably why the album went gold is because of this song and this video young Big kyle hit. what do you got i surprisingly like this song i do think the ending is very long though but yeah it's it's good the video ruins the song a little bit but... <laughs> <I was> totally <laughs> disagree <laughs> you don't like to you don't like to see paul's love gun and their spandex pants i think his headband <laughs> a lot of fluorescent colors fluorescent green pink oh my God. Yeah. a lot of that yeah. Yeah. fingerless yeah. gloves some gloves gloves fringe. yeah he's dressed like a thrift store <laughs> uh top that kyle hill dress i can't because the first thing I put down in my notes, remember the little uh, green and black sticker you got for your mom got? And she put it on the cupboards underneath the sink. Mr. Yuck. Mr. Yuck. Yeah, that's all I Yuck. wrote. It was just, uh, because this is gross. <laughs> this is just awful. That's I think exactly, you're saying you got, it. You got that it's sticker and just put it in your notebook right now. It's gross and awful. It is. It's exactly what you don't want from Kiss. And I know it's, you know what? For what they do, they're doing it 100%. 110%. They're going all in. You want neon? They got neon. You want this kind of music? They got that kind of music. And this is just exactly what you don't want. Whiny Paul. It's slow. It's almost a ballad, which would be great if it did a good ballad, but it's not a good ballad. It's just I I it's how I have a personal thing against the song in this album. So I don't mean to be I don't what happened, be a, Kyle? What who obnoxious. hurt you? Who hurt you, Kyle? Paul Stanley did. <laughs> With this god-awful album. Actually, no, Pat Francis heard me with this album. It's just such you, a... Oh you could have declined the invitation. I could have, I could have. But then well, everybody else wouldn't know how bad this well, thing was. I'm sorry to say that this this song gets uh, 
four yes votes from uh that's um, fine i understand i understand it's a good album but yeah. or a good song for a single but it's just not yeah. the kid. i'm a 13 year old boy still want to hear kiss i want to hear mm-hmm. love gun and you know all right songs about fire I, i'm still baffled this doesn't start offside too because i know yes. it, it's yeah. so pointed that before the before it's pressed you know that's going to be the single so yeah. why are you not putting that everything about this it doesn't make any sense (laughs) all right the next song track eight this is written by gene all by himself it's Uh it's the opposite of kyle hildreth because this song is secretly cruel (laughs) kyle hildreth is openly cruel yes on this one i am and here we go Again, here's a lyric that proves they they've never had sex <laughs> when he says uh, she wore lingerie with nothing else in between. Yeah. What is she going to wear between <laughs> herself and the lingerie? She didn't, have a, <laughs> she didn't have a T. She put a T-shirt on and then put it on top. Yeah. My God. Uh, Courtney Cronin, what do you got for us? Yeah, there's fire in this one too. But yeah, I feel like is. this is like another one of Gene's songs that he should just open with. Here's what I did last night. And then <laughs> that's the song. Yeah. This is obviously a real person who <laughs> clearly is young because adults frame their pictures. They don't stick them up with tape. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's what, teen, <laughs> what young girls do. It's what college girls do. Cause we know we're going to move in a few months to our next dorm room. So um, I think uh, that's what this is. And um, I think that's all I have to say about it. It's, you know, it's very, when you said, and Gene wrote this himself, I'm like, of course he did. Of course he did. And I think the only thing that's secretly cruel, um, she didn't do anything to be cruel. That's what the thing is. I listened to it over and over. I looked at the lyrics. I'm like, all she did that was secretly cruel was not have sex with him. That was enough. The unforgivable sin. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, I feel like if you're going to have Gene Simmons in your apartment, it's like you kind of know, you know, not like you have to, ladies. You can say no. But why would you? It's Gene. I, I, guess, right. <laughs> I guess Gene, when he says, yeah, I guess she's secretly cruel because the way she was dressed with her thigh high snakeskin. She blue. was asking for it. Yeah. What a bitch. She was yeah. all over him like a cheap suit. <laughs> Christian, what do you got? Well, I keep hearing little hints of Mr. Speed. Oh, <laughs> yes. I get just, just a little bit, a little <sighs> hint, and then it's gone. Uh, 
I thought the uh, the kind of the opening it was kind of a good riff, but this song really doesn't do anything for me. It's just kind of more gene filler and when I hear that he was distracted by going off and doing Miami Vice episodes, it's like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, I've never written a song for a Kiss album, so, you know, I can't really talk and judge that harshly, but, nah, this kind of like a filler song. All right, um, I feel the same way. It's a total filler song, and it's weird because it's this is the final time we hear Gene on the album, so he closes it out. Not too strong. Young Kyle, what do you got? Yeah, I think this is also Gene Filler, as Kristen said. Although I personally, I think this is my favorite Gene Filler of the whole album. I just like how it sounds better than the other two. The other two, the lyrics are so silly and they stand out so much. And this one is at least a little bit better. All right. All right. Kyle Hildreth. Again, Christian stole my notes. Um, I have a weird ripoff riff of Mr. Speed, especially right in the beginning. It sounds just like it. And in the middle, a little bit flavored in there, too. But are they at the bottom of the Scrabble tile bag? Is there no more ideas (laughs) in this band? Because they're ripping themselves off now. And this song, again, I put down not memorable because it's not. It's on the eighth spot of the album. You got a cowbell in there. That's good. But other than that, that's it. I bet Gene's very, uh, very, um, what do I want to say? Not really good at playing Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> what five-letter word would you use? Fire. No, Gene, that's a four-letter word. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My love. Teen. What about teen? No, that's four letters, Gene. All right, moving along. This song is written by Paul Stanley and Desmond Child. It's radar for love. I don't even know what that means. What are you talking about? Fire. Passion fire, folks. Seriously, the laziest chorus I've ever heard. There's so much to say. Oh my so God, Courtney, you take it away. Okay. Um, well, I like the pre-chorus. I like Paul's voice and Bruce's guitar there. The pre-chorus part. Yeah. And um, and you know the get down and get to it. And um, also, this is another song that they pulled out on the cruise. Wow. And people were going around talking and saying, I can't believe they played Radar for Love. <laughs> like they were losing their fucking minds over it. 
That makes um, sense. But I like it. I don't know why they chose to not have the doubled up vocals on the word love. It was like, right for love. It's weird. It kind of like, yeah. I, I wish they just kept that going. But I think they had to do something to, you know, to, I guess, mix up the, the chorus part. But, um, and it kind of sounds like at that one part, he goes, fuck yeah. Does he say fuck yes. yeah? <laughs> it's uh, it's like not it. written here, but yeah, maybe he was <laughs> vamping a little bit. I feel like he oh, said yeah. fuck yeah, but I didn't know if it was oh yeah or fuck yeah. And I kept listening. I'm like, I think it's fuck yeah. So Paul swears and that's sexy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Christian? I thought the opening riff of it was cool. And uh, it's the return of rapping Paul. Oh. Like Paul's, you know, he's got a little run DMC vibe going with, you know, he's kind of rapping, not really, but. Uh, he looked me up, he looked me down. Yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all hell's breaking loose. A little uh, of yeah. that flavor. Uh, the chorus kind of sticks in my mind. Uh, the whole whole song itself is a little meh to me, but part, you know, little parts of it kind of hooked me in, but all right. On the whole, nah. you're allowed to have that opinion here. Young Kyle, what do you say? Uh, first off, I don't know why you would name a song so close to the a name of another more popular song, like Radar Love. Um, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Why, why are you just putting four in the middle and <laughs> passing it off? Essentially, a, a, a band that has done covers before. I think that was a little tricky of them. Also, he rips off Who Wants to Be Lonely. Kind of. That one, it sounds, Ooh. it just sounds like Ooh. that just slowed down. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, what part of? Um, get my hand on the it sounds like the Who Wants to Be Lonely part when he says, uh, get down and get to it. It's like uh, very, probably it's why like I like it. Um, yeah. Oh, I guess so. Get down and get to it. And what, what are they talking about? Yeah, I about? guess so. Yeah. Get down and get to it. What, are they building uh, houses for Habitat for Humanity? Is that what they're talking about? Mm-hmm. They're building radars. Bat radar. <laughs> Kyle Hildreth, you loved it. I know you did. So now they're stealing from themselves off their own same damn album. That's how mm-hmm. lazy this is. This song, everything yeah. that I said, yes, Radar for Love is so clunky. That doesn't, no one says that. You don't ever say that in talking or any kind of conversation. And the big thing about this song was it sounded like Zeppelin to me. The very Zeppelin ripoff with the the riff and then the rap, the riff, the rap, very Black Dog kind of feel, I thought. But that said, also feels unfinished because all you get is Radar for Love. Like it's over like a and over and over again. It's like a yeah. demo, and they just released it. Um, they got to use that blues end at the end, like they but, did for uh, anyway, you slice it. <laughs> yeah, well, if it was a gene song, it would be radar for fire <laughs> <laughs> or fire for love or fire for love. That's yeah. kind of good. Uh, does anyone want to try to use the three words radar for love in a sentence? No, <laughs> you can't. You know what this sounds like? Radar for love sounds like radar love, but it's not. Yeah. All right. We close it out with another uh, song. It's a Paul song and it was a video song and it's a, we we're going to get a little cheeky with it. Uh, uh, all night. What's he talking about? I don't know. Uh.
Fuck yeah. <laughs> you worked all day. You better uh, all night. Clean the house down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Look, man. <laughs> 5.15 is when it all starts, baby. Quarter to nine, man. Prison. But then at 5.15, let's uh. Courtney, what do you got? I love this song. I do. I like it. It's catchy. I love the <clears throat> the verses. The chorus is a little, it kind of is a little disconnected from the rest of the song because I feel like that pre-chorus comes in, you know, it takes a hard work and lover and like those harmonies, like that part is just so melodic and poppy sounding to me. And then, and we work all day. Like it just comes in. It sounds like cavemen. <laughs> For, for the chorus and it that makes me a little bit angry but the rest of the song is so awesome and i love that little you know like that guitar in the middle of bruce and another one they played on the cruise that crushed um well, really sing- killed it's, it it's a it's an anthem it's a sing-along it's one that people you know can yep. pop their fists to yes big time christian what do you got well it's subtle <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's like I just want to fall off revenge. Yeah, you know it's you you know you got no I don't know um it's familiar territory uh the opening of it it sounds like it could be lick it up or tears are falling whatever um I don't want to like it uh but I like the pre-chorus and in preparing for today I would. I would have the chorus of this song keep popping into my head at random times. Mm, wow. So even though I agree with Courtney, it is a little kind of, Oops. but um, you know, and the video has some fun things. If, if uh, any of you watch the video, yes. you know, they, they have the classic overhead camera angle of sort of like when you had the synchronized swimmers. Yeah. But I think it's a bunch of blonde, naughty nurses, but they're <laughs> doing Synchronized stuff. <laughs> so, oh, there you go. That's my take. Well, my take is, Christian, if this chorus is popping in your head all day long, I think I know what's happening tonight. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what's on my mind, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyle, what do you got for us? Oh, this is awful. <laughs> this is... <laughs> this is... Wait, young Kyle, why don't you go first? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is just, this is nonsense. And for Desmond Child to keep his name on this is insulting to the rest of his career. Oh. (laughs) 85. Like, like, until... Until Paul McCartney's fought you, this was the worst substitution... For the F word in a song. Yeah. This yep. is Yippee Kaye Mother Falcon song <laughs> or Mr. Falcon or whatever. It's Shut the front it. door. Yeah. Yeah. We're in Blues Brothers. My favorite is still instead of you bullshitted us it, on TV, it was you bamboozled us. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Kyle Hildreth, I know you're going to bring it. He's like, well, this you know is my favorite song. <laughs> oh, I wish, but I agree with both of you. It's catchy. And it's awful. This is a dumber version. It's awful catchy. That too. It's a dumber version of X and sex. Let's put the X and sex. 
It's a caveman version of it when you get to the chorus. And the rest of it is just, <laughs> it's cartoon kiss. Oh. It's cartoon exactly kiss. what you want. Yes. Like when, you know, when they're being goofy. Saturday mornings, cartoon kiss. That's what you get. And this is exact for a crazy album, just over the top on every part of it is the perfect way to end it. All what right. was the cartoon kiss? Uh, the version of Hotter Than Hell that they did in Phantom of the Park, wasn't it like Rip and Destroy? Or yeah. do you remember that? Yeah, Rip and Destroy. Foster Robot Kiss was playing Six Flags. And yep. Rip and Destroy. I, w- <laughs> I saw a thing recently where someone said, "Why does Robot Kit like shouldn't Robot Kiss be terrible? Like to ruin Kit? Like they're almost better than Kiss." <laughs> 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 And if if Real Kiss discovered that technology, wouldn't they use that so they could play two concerts at one time? <laughs> right. That's going to be happening in like a year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After they retire, yep. It's just seeing the future. That's all yep. it is. Robot Kiss. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, I want to give a shout out right now to U-Turn Audio. Now look, a few years back, U-Turn Audio sent me a free turntable, and that got me back into vinyl. But ever since I got that turntable, I've been looking for some speakers that sounded to my ear the way my speakers did with my stereo when I was in high school. And I haven't been able to find those. Now, I've purchased many speakers. Like, I'll, I'll order something on Amazon, try them, and they sound like crap, and they go right back to Bezos' house. I actually have his address. I send them right to his house. But U-Turn Audio actually makes speakers. And just this past week, they sent me a pair. The speakers plug right into the turntable, turn on the preamp, turn on the speakers, and you are good to go. These are bookshelf size speakers, ultra low distortion amplification meets classic speaker design, and they are terrific. So look, go to uturnaudio.com, click on their speakers page. They come in black. I have the black. They come in white, and they come in a wood tone, and these things sound great. They're bookshelf size, so... Try these out, folks. I do not think you'll be disappointed. Now back to the show. All right. Before we continue with our second album, and man, this would be enough show as it is for any listener. <laughs> we're we're going to do another album. Oh, I, I have an, an, something to amend. Sorry. May I quickly, just very quickly do that? They did play this at their Christmas show in Vegas, Bruce, but Kiss did it on the cruise. And on the last cruise, Bruce's band also did Secretly Cruel and Trial by Fire. Okay, terrific. Now we're all set. Everyone gets it. We know. Because I would be in big trouble for that. You would not be in big trouble. You're a person who makes a mistake. (laughs) Damn it. All right. I know these things. Here we go. Crazy Nights, two years later, released September 21st, 1987. Literally two years, almost to the day. Rolling Stone album guide gives this two out of five stars. So it's going to be one better than the last album. This was produced by Ron Nevison. And for me, I like when Kiss works with an outside producer. Um, oh, they had a producer. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this is Ron Nevison. This album is way slicker than the last album. And for me, I, I like that. So let's kick off Crazy Nights with a song called Crazy Crazy Nights. Here we go. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on, I got to get Paul saying woo. <laughs> you have to... He has a little song for everybody out there. He has a little song for everybody out there. Travel time to take my soul away. 
right, Courtney Cronin, dig in. I love that it's called Crazy, Crazy Nights and on the album Crazy Nights, even though they say crazy, 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 crazy nights, which makes me crazy because I don't fucking know which one's the album, the song, or the chorus because it's confusing. But this is the great, I love this song. I love Crazy, Crazy Nights. I love it. I don't think I ever heard them play it live maybe once, and that could have been the last time they ever played it live ever because the key change is just not something happening for everyone yeah. anymore these days. But such an awesome part of the song, and it reminds me of Happy Times. It just is one of those songs that gives me a good feeling. Paul says, people, and, people! <laughs> and his intro is so Paul stage banter that it's like I love it. It's so quintessential Paul. So that's it. Nothing, nothing bad to say about this. It's all that's inclusive. He says, here's a song for everyone out there. Everyone out there. That's the best part of the whole song. I love, it. I love, I love Courtney's impersonation of Paul. That's the best. <laughs> it's my <laughs> it's impression of Craig Gass's and Phil Schaus's impersonations of Paul. I'm still there. No, it's perfect. That's great. <laughs> Go ahead, Christian. Okay. I'm sold. I'm sold. You know, um, and I have to get a little nerdy to break it down, but, uh, I like in the verse, uh, just the the chords, um, and then the guitar kind of breaks up into uh, arpeggios yes, yes. Uh, in the pre-chorus, uh, and then jumping into the chorus is just so freaking catchy. Um, and going in, okay, here's another very nerdy thing, but just like maybe two bars before the chorus, Eric Carr starts playing quarter notes on the snare. Just for a little tiny section, but instead of two and four, he's he's playing one, two, three, and four on the snare. Get out! Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I know. But it's one of my favorite things. Well, here's, I think it here's, really, uh, it, it throws the turbo thrusters into a song. And here's the like thing. A march. I'm going to say all that stuff that you love that happened was because they had Ron Nevison. And Rod Nevison yeah. probably said, let's try this. And can you do that? And what about yeah. this? I mean, he he was there to help kiss. Was he? Kiss. I think was so. He? Um, <sighs> Kyle, uh, Kyle, young Kyle, before you talk, I'm just going to, since I'm talking now, I'm just going to keep going. Go for it. Preparing for the show. I couldn't wait to finish listening to Asylum. But when Crazy Nights, when I put this in the car, I think I listened to Crazy Crazy Nights, this song, on a loop, like all day long. I love everything about this. It's such a great anthem. It gives me chills when I hear it. The line, they try to tell us we don't belong, but that's all right. We're, mil we're millions strong. I, you are my people. You are my crowd. I love all of that bullshit. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I can't get enough of this song. Me too. And... uh Life is a radio turned up to 10. Turn it up to 10. <laughs> Come on. I, you know, because Christian, yes. if you climb a ladder, you go to the top. And if you, you got, to. you turn it up to 10. Have to. All right. <laughs> the fact that the core of uh, that, the song has two key changes. They do it twice. Yes. Thank you for mentioning that Courtney. <laughs> they modulate twice. So. Kyle, young Kyle, what do you got? Uh, this song's great. This is 10 out of 10. I turn it up to 10 out of 10. Yeah, I agree. It's uh it's it's fantastic. I, I'm I'm I don't even want to throw it to the other Kyle, but I'm gonna. Ah. <laughs> Kyle. All right. 
this is the one time I'm going to let my cold ice heart melt. I do like the song. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. I don't like crazy. <laughs> crazy nights. I don't. Li- you want us to like this album, right? You want us to remember this and to play this and to request it. Don't call the album crazy nights and then crazy, crazy nights is the song. That's just stupid. Stop it. <laughs> And the whole chorus is a little repetitive. Just, that, a, just a little. That's fine. Yeah. But just name it one crazy. Just put it as a title track. Don't make it harder on us to say, oh, do you like Crazy Nights? Do you mean Crazy Crazy Nights? No, the album. No, the song. Don't. That's obnoxious. Stop that. Um, I do like the song. With all that, I like the song. It's super catchy. It's fun. It's my favorite lispy. One of my favorite lispy songs to sing from Paul. Because you can sing your lisp and it's, you can yell it out loud. It's great. I don't like the production on this though. It's the drums sound awful, thin. The guitar sounds thin, far away. It's a weird production for. It seems like just this one song too. You but you had me at you than, love the song. All right, moving. I on. know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not dead inside, Kyle. No, this there's but life after in this, there. After this, this is going to be garbage. <laughs> This is interesting too. I, I bet Ron Nevison sequenced this album too because this, the album starts with three Paul songs in a row. And well, and that, that also might be because there's only four Gene songs and there's seven Paul songs. So let's hear. Can we talk about the album though first? The rest, like. In what way? This is, this is Paul's wounded album, it feels like. Except for that one song, all the other songs feel like he was in a breakup, he got hurt. Oh. Maybe. Yeah, and that's a good it point. It felt like that last album too, but this one it's really getting in there. Maybe starting to push maybe. it. Maybe. And are we going to talk about the cover covers? The the album cover is not good. I like it better than the last one. I, I do like too. It too. But it's fun. It's a mess, but it's fun. Yeah, it just they they never seem to. They miss the boat <laughs> yes. sometimes with the title. You just stop right there. Yes. <laughs> this is with, better for Asylum, honestly. Yes. Crazy people in the broken year. Yeah. 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 This is Paul saying, hey, this would be a good thing for this. And Gene going, we already paid for the asylum cover. <laughs> Do it for the next one. Yeah. But the asylum cover looks like they had a crazy, crazy night when they agreed to do that one. So maybe we could switch them, switch them ourselves in our minds. Okay. And then the back cover. What's the back, the back cover? Like? You know what the back looks oh, like. Oh yeah, we get a lot of Paul. We get a lot of Paul with we the too much string. of Paul. And yeah. Now I'm sure there's no I'm, such thing. Oh my god! Bite your tongue. To, but he was doing his to... setups. He was doing his setups and yeah. his ad roller. And... I actually think Gene looks good on this cover. Mm-hmm. They look good, but you see Eric Carr down the corner. He's bent over trying not to throw up by looking at the other guys upstairs. <laughs> no. Oh I have that picture of Paul, or I did. I mean, I did. I don't have it anymore. You're supposed to. But he's yes. facing forward in it, but it's that same outfit Ooh, where he's screen got saver. the... Screensaver. <laughs> All right. And that, track two. That's it's all. Another, that's all. another Paul song. Bruce Kulick gets a songwriting credit. It's Woo-hoo. I'll Fight Hell to Hold You. What woman doesn't want to hear that? Mm-hmm.
All right, Paul, Paul is singing his ass off on this album. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Courtney, what do you got? Oh, I like this one. I think it's weird. At one point, I kind of feel like I'm in a rock musical, like the way he kind of leads up to the chorus. But then, then it kind of comes back and almost kind of reminds me of a foreigner song. Yeah. But it's like... I like how it's, um, I don't know. How do you explain, uh, the way the, the notes are in the, in the beginning of the, I mean, the way the, the music goes, I don't know how you explain it musically, but, but like they're ascending up. It's just sort of like, it is, but the way it comes down, isn't the way you're expecting. It's even better. Yeah. 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 And, and it's like surprises me. I like that when I can't tell how the song's going to sound next. Cause I'm not a musician, so I shouldn't be able to at all. But I like being surprised. This song surprised me, and I think it's pretty. The guitar is super intense for yeah. what's supposed. What's written is like a love song, so I love it. Yeah, yeah. When he hits the lyric, but when all hope is lost, it kind of comes down, and it you you're not expecting that at all. And uh-uh. you, when it happens, you're like, oh, that's cool. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christian, is this the first song where we get keyboards? Not only on the album, but also just for Kiss in general. Is, is is there a little bit of a, a little bit? Keyboards yeah, there's a, yeah, keyboards by me. Phil Ashley and and Paul Stanley. Okay, and uh, and background vocals on this album are by Tom Kelly of the songwriting team Kelly and Steinberg. And okay. um, yeah, so you, I think you're right. Yeah, some legit keys on this album. Yeah, all right. So it's 1987. Um, yeah. It's. I think it's got a pretty strong verse and chorus to it. Uh, and I like the sentiment that is expressed yep. to your good lady, you know. Um, yeah. It's not, it's it's not, I'll fight hell to uh you. Just, <laughs> it was the first round. <laughs> it's way more romantic. Way, way more romantic. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, it it's not my top track, but, you know, for what it is. Yeah, it's a good effort. Yeah, yeah, and I just I I like this song. I I really do, and I like uh, I like the things that Courtney was saying about the changes in the music and I, the guitar and, and Pulse singing his ass off and the sentiment. So yeah, I like this too. Young Kyle. Uh, yes, I surprisingly like this song. Uh, despite it be, I, I agree, it's theatrical. The it the the name of the song and the theatricality make me think it's like a meatloafish. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, the, especially the name, but I, no, I, I don't mind this song. It's a, it's a, it's a good number, like a second song, I guess, you yeah. know, it keeps the same kind of energy, but it, you know, brings it down so that we can go back to fucking on the next song. <laughs> Okay. Right back into it too. Yeah. Okay. Here he comes. Openly cruel. Kyle Hildreth. <laughs> was there a parenthesis in the song called shoehorn? Cause that's what he was trying to do with those lyrics into that. <laughs> My Lord, you don't need to put a vocal to every beat and every note of the song. <laughs> where you let it breathe is where the magic is. And there's no magic in that. And again, just hurt Paul. A lot of, like, I understand the the sentiment. That's great, but just the tone of his voice is just hurt Paul. Not for that. All right. Sorry. Well, this next song was my wedding song. So <laughs> he's, uh, 
Please be uh, gentle. Um, no, uh, Christian said earlier in the show, he said the word subtle. And <laughs> here's, here's another Paul song co-written with Desmond Child. Bang, bang, you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I can't even believe I said it. Right, so he uses his love gun. He uses his dick to shoot her in the heart. I I misquoted earlier. This is actually where the love gun. This is, is the one. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Counting in a song is the weakest of all lyrical uh, achievements. Then this fits right in. Oh my god! One, two, three, four. I'll be at your door. Five, six, seven, eight. Just can't wait. All right, Courtney. What do you got? One, two, Paul's coming on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. First of all, Pat, I love how we think alike. Man. It was actually my wedding song. <laughs> did I you write this, that down? I did. Oh. I did. So I love I love it. Um again, one of the songs that like starts super awesome and you're like, this is awesome. And then you're like, why? Yeah why but it's still fun and i still kind of get a kick out of it it's not like a song that i have to hear but i haven't deleted it from my digital music collection it's still in there it will yep. it will pop up so i do um it is fun i mean it's very abrupt and very clear um it's not sexy at all no i'm glad the album's crazy <laughs> nights and not bang you with bang bang you Bang, that bang, could have bang, been bang. very bad if the album was Bang You instead of Crazy Nights. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised this one made the cut. There's a, there's 11 songs. It could have easily been a 10-song album. Um, Christian, what do you think? Hated it. No. <laughs> if I'm going to go ahead and be cruel on at least one song, it's going to be this one. Yeah. Um, this song totally feels like they finished the whole album. Okay, we got something strong here. Oh, we just need one more tune. Can you guys just, you know, we got the studio. We got to pack it up tomorrow morning. But can you just, like, if you have to cook something and you're just digging through your cupboards, going, what the hell could I throw together? And it would just be passable. So it's that kind of filler song to me. Um, That's great. Yeah, and the fact that they were doing this live on the Crazy Nights tour, oh, they liked so it. Awesome, enough. really they enjoyed playing it. So it was part wow. of their set list. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> young Kyle, I know you loved it. I mean, like, <laughs> it's no, uh, it's no. Put your log, put my log in your fireplace, yes. but. 
Even for Kiss, this is on the nose, which is saying something. <laughs> like, um, but I like it better than uh, all night. Wow, really? really? Yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> at least they're saying bang, bang you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a hot, that's a hot take. They're not saying boink, boink you or yeah. Yeah. Or no, Baba you. Baba you. Cartoon kiss says boink, boink you. Baba you. That's what they say on Howard Stern, right? Baba you. I'm going to do, do you. <laughs> uh, Kyle Hildreth. Here we go. How can I pile on to a song that's been kicked so many times already? Yep. Okay, I will. Um, first of all, again, why would you start two songs on the same album with a woo? Why? You got one great one, the, the perfect one in the beginning. Oh. Don't start one, two more songs later with another woo. Unless you can start every song with woo. That'd be great. <laughs> I mean, he, he almost does. Pretty much does. Yeah, almost. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> that is the case. Like he does it on 50 songs. Like, I would love that if he did that because then that'd be that'd be Paul. But no, um, and I like what Christian said about how they probably wrote this at the last at the end of the the writing session. They needed one more song because you hear that about every band like Force and Sugar. I mean, we had to write one more song. We just threw this one together, and they tried, and it was bang bang you, and it sucked. <laughs> it just wasn't that song at all. This is a dumb song. It's a dumb title. It has thin guitar. It's not strong like power chordy. It's very thin. It's Cartoon Kiss. More Cartoon Kiss. All right. Cartoon Kiss. As I said, they would say, boink, boink you. That's <laughs> what Cartoon <laughs> Kiss would say. All right. Let's see if Gene uh, can pull us pull us up and out with a song co-written by Bruce Kulick, Eric Carr, Gene Simmons. And the song is called No, No, No. Here we go, go, go. This is from the woman's point of view. Probably. <laughs> yes, it's from it's from every woman that they came in contact with in their entire career. Here we go. God, Courtney, take it away. Oh, no, no, no. Um, okay, two quick things. It's okay. It's not my favorite. It's kind of a fun song, and it's a, it's one of those super fast ones where I just super dig Bruce's guitar, but he's talking so fast, I don't even know what he's talking about. Like, it goes so fast. All I, all I get is the no, no, no. But two fun little things about this song. One is that Gene solo band, when they were going through songs with him to ask him what to play, they asked him to do this. 
And they said, how about no, no, no. And Jean went, "Uh, no, no, no. (laughs) And they never did it. But it's a cute story. And then at the expo, it was another one of our drinks that we changed. And this one was Pinot, no, no. (laughs) That's it. What do you got, Christian? Well, I like that it opens with a ripping guitar solo. It's right. Doesn't it open with just Bruce? Yeah. Yeah. because you don't hear that on older Kiss, for sure, no. right? It no. always just started right in with uh, the intro. <laughs> I think it's an intro. <laughs> what, what, what? I said the old Kiss, it just starts in with woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to change me. Okay, so uh, I think it's, uh, some incredible stuff by Eric. It would have been kind of cool to see what this creative process for this particular song would have been that Eric and Bruce and um, but you know I think it just uh, it's a freight train just running away it's uh, it kind of reminded me of a song uh, Van Halen 5150 it was the song Get Up yeah and then they it's sort of like they did a really fast song every <laughs> album with Sammy but for that first one it kind of reminded me of uh, you know just that really driving thing and yeah. uh also, amazing guitar solos. Um, if somebody had played this for me before anything else, you know, I would have said, this is the new Kiss album? Wow, all right. Um, but it's a good song. You know, if you're driving with the windows down really fast or you're trying to get that last rep of your workout, I mean, it's... <laughs> no one's going to tell you you can't. For that. So, And right. it does end abruptly. There's, doesn't it? There's no fade yeah. out. I think it just no, ends. Yeah, so. it just ends. Um, <laughs> that last mile of your run, you just got okay. You get the idea. The uh, the there's lazy rhyming in this, this song. I'm down and out, but don't count me out. So he rhymes <laughs> out with out. Going to show you what it's all about. I mean, it's uh, Kyle. What do you got, young Ooh. Kyle? I mean, I I do like the start of it. I like the drive that the song has. And that's about it. The lyrics, <laughs> the lyrics are the downfall. The lyrics are the yeah, problem. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, if this were like, because it's fun until you're processing the lyrics. If this, yeah, if this was just an instrumental, yeah, it would be pretty cool. And you could call it, you could still, you could still call the instrumental no, no, no. And then you could interpret well, it any way you wanted to. It's here. This. It says the, yeah. Here, <laughs> change the title. The, Fool us. Yeah. Well, here it says the title was originally assumed the position, and then later it was down on all fours. Terrific. Terrific. So I'll take no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. They're from lyrically, they're taking from the Kenny Loggins songbook where (laughs) danger zone rhymes with danger zone. There you go. You're you're safe. Safe (laughs) Refuse and blow my fuse. Yes. Kyle Hildreth, what do you got? I had the same notes Christian had again. Uh, Van Halen. Yeah, Van Halen intro. That's great. That's A+. Plus. Um, it does run out of gas at the end, which is kind of weird. It feels like Gene got upset about um, Love's a Deadly Weapon. Like, he couldn't keep up with that song last time. So he said, I'm going to fix it this time. And he went way overboard and put too much crap into this one. It was a fast mm. song. It has This is one time I think they have too much Bruce, which it does great. But then all throughout the verses, it's just constantly like taking over. He's fighting with um, Gene for the lyrics and the 
it's just too much. The whole thing I think is too much. It's, it's also, literally, it's literally the song is literally an assault. <laughs> it is, and I like that kind of that kind of music, but it's just not this one. This didn't do it. All right, well, Gene, no, no, no. It's back to back Gene songs. This one co-written with Bruce Kulick. It's Hell or High Water. romantic lyrics from gene he says nothing about sex he just yeah. wants to get there and wants to hold her so for gene this is a this is a <laughs> romantic courtney this is refraction sex. period after no 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 yeah uh this to me is like another one of gene's like he gets the song title first and then writes the song like <laughs> it was either going to be this or any way you slice it or it's me or the dog um <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is kind of what I get from it, but then it's so good, and Gene sounds awesome. Yeah, his voice and is good. I, I kind of dig this, but it's so love him, leave him any way you slice it. That's the way the cookie crumbles, Gene. <laughs> Christian, but I still like it. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, it's familiar territory. It's like a lot of things, and I think even the opening thing was. Oh, this sounds like this, which sounds like this, but gosh darn that chorus. So darn catchy. Um, and it really feels like this song should have been maybe a little bit better known. And Courtney, did they ever do this on a cruise or I don't did this know. song ever come out? It feels like more people should know it. It I think uh -oh. it's strong enough that it should be. Um, they might play it at Creatures Fest. He's playing some newer, different stuff. And after the last two shows, there's not a lot left. Yeah. They played so much. But I don't think they've done Hell or High Water because Zach would have sung it. So let yeah. me look it up. Sorry, go ahead. All right. No, uh, that's it. All right. Moving on to. That's it. I just. Kyle yeah. from Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, you know how it's like pizza's pretty much always just the same and then it's either really bad or really good but most pizzas this is the middle pizza it's like fine <laughs> it's like that's exactly what it is it's it's just the the middle pizza of kiss all right uh kyle hildreth this is crap this is weak generic filler <laughs> crap it has weak hooks it has a weak riff it, it, if it's catchy, it's an accident. I don't know what the hell. If it's is, catchy, it's an accident. Yeah. <laughs> this is just, oh, oh you God. never, ever, no one has this on their iPod. If you do, it's an accident too. You never go to this album for the song. 
If you if you do, you fell asleep. This is not a good song. Okay. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. All right. All right. Moving on. Moving on. This closes outside too. Another Paul song, another anthem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And here we go. This is my way. Courtney Cronin. I'm a fan. I see a movie montage with this. I see like a, like a, a, a what did you say? Like uh, playing with the boys. Is that what it's called? Danger um, Zone. Gun. Yeah. A top, yeah. Top Gun type thing. Top Gun type thing. Totally. This song would be perfect for that. Like a cop movie, you know, but there's a lot of Kiss songs like that. But this one, especially like this is the guy like training for the fight kind of song. Yeah. And All I'm I would use it for that. Like, I'm surprised like that this wasn't specifically from a film and then they, it ended up not going in the movie and then it's got stuck back on the album. Like I'm sure we know someone that would know this. Yeah. Well, they're all written for Gene films. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know, one of the jokes from the Gene Simmons roast was Gene is an actor, but he's always typecast or Gene, you've been in a lot of movies, but you're always typecast as the worst actor in the world. <laughs> does Gene la- does Gene laugh at a roast? He laughed the whole time. All right, that's really? good. This was a well, long time Gene. ago. This was like 18 years ago or whatever, but he loved it. It was all about him. He loved it. All right, cool. They were about to do it again, but then we don't <laughs> want to talk about that. So, um, yeah, anyway. All right, Christian, my way. Courtney, how did you know that I was going to say I wish this was on the Top Gun soundtrack, either with Jets or the beach volleyball? Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's in my notes. That's awesome. And this is also uh, very heavy on the keyboards. It's, uh, you know, almost a here I I go again on my own kind of thing. But, um, you know, and it mentions Danger Zone. But basically... uh, you know. That's probably why I was thinking it too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's really all I got. It's uh it's just interesting to hear such heavy synthesizer on a kiss song, and uh it is very inspirational, like a training montage or something. So that's what I got. 
Well, for me, this is the second song on the album that I can listen to on a loop, like Crazy Nights. Like, uh, I always have crazy, crazy nights in my way, in my iPod or on my whatever treadmill tunes. I just love, and because it is, both of those feel inspirational to me and they, uh, they, they just hit the sweet spot. I love it. Kyle. Um, I don't love it as much as you. I don't mind it. It's, it's fine. It's one of the better ones on the album. I do think lyrically, not, not musically, but lyrically, if you gave this to Bon Jovi, his head would explode. <laughs> this is like every lyric he's ever written in one song. Uh, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's montage Well, when you say I don't mind it, that is a reigning endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> this, I, could, I could picture them using this now as a oh. montage in like a comedy movie that you would think that they wrote this specifically for the movie. Like Team America? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like, there, or like Archer was... or something. Yeah, one of Paul Stanley's later solo albums, South Park used a song yeah, live from to like Born to they Win. Used live, to, live to Win. Live to Win. Live to Win, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right, Kyle Hildreth. Did anybody hear the beginning of the song and think that they're watching Perfect Strangers? <laughs> <laughs> With that keyboard, keyboards all over this thing like nothing. But that first, it's like, that's Perfect Strangers, isn't it? And then oh it switches. God. All of Gene are riding a tandem bike together. <laughs> yes. yeah, his arms out. Waving. Oh, oh my lord! This I can understand why people like this. It is catchy, but it's like three different songs between your keyboardy intro and the danger zone, and then my way, and it's all over the place for that. <laughs> and just it's way too much keyboards. It's Christian's right. This is very keyboardy. It's just not what you think of as Kiss for me. Well, he, he ain't taking no. He's doing it my way. That's all I know. That, that's the good part. All right. Let's kick off side two. Again, we're going to kick it off with Paul. When your walls come down. I, I will say this. When I put this album in to listen to it, I knew every single lyric to this song. I don't know what that says, but I did. You were because you were five years old at one point and you knew root nursery rhymes. <laughs> That's why. I mean, look, that this is this is this is an unbelievable lyric for any uh, grown up to write. I, I mean, <laughs> hey, diddle diddle. When the cat wants to fiddle, the kitten's going to give him the moon. Why? Well, I'm surprised that he didn't say poon. That would that, be a li- that would be a little bit clever. It would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Courtney, take it away. 
The cat, it should, yeah, hey diddle diddle when the cat, the diddle is the sexual part. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's more a word you use for creepy uncles, but like, yeah. it's, you know, it's not really sexy. Um, honestly, I, I am shocked that this is not a Gene song and even more shocked that Gene did not write these lyrics. Yeah. Like, so beside myself. And um, it just, yeah, I don't know if like. But it, what's funny is that it's got the liar, liar, pants on fire. And this is post Vinnie Vincent and the song Burning Bridges by Slaughter with Mark Slaughter also has the song, you know, about Vinnie Vincent. And that's like one of the lyrics is like, you're a liar, liar, liar with your mm. pants on fire. And I'm <laughs> like, is this a little bit about Vinnie? Maybe that will like make it more fun. But I think it's just like like Kyle would say a kid who doesn't know about sex trying to tell his friends he had sex with his girlfriend, the model who lives in Canada. <laughs> so <laughs> here's a line we didn't even get to. I've got my pride. I've got my dignity. You'll swallow everything when you're with me. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, come on, Gene, Gene had to be ghostwriting some of these. Dean. Yeah. Gene at least said it'll, I'll do it on your back. Paul is like, Anytime Paul writes something a little out of somebody come with me there. Weird. Yeah, it's weird when Paul does it. It is yeah. weird. He doesn't supposed to talk like that. Paul's no. love yeah. songs. Paul He's does love. Song. We said and that Gene before. Does graphic. Yeah. Right. It, like it's like someone described a metaphor to him, and he was like, "I got it." And then. He <laughs> <it back>. and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's like an, like an AI trying to write metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Christian. Um, it's, it's all right. It's pretty good. I guess I got a little tired of the whole walls coming down metaphor, but, uh, the chorus is catchy and I was really taken by a lot of the lyrics, many of which you read already. Taken so. where? Yeah. <laughs> I can't really echo of that, but I, and I like when he's talking about that she got her script from a Cosmo guide. I know. I just, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cosmo and. Well, okay, every month there's dated for 87. Yeah, it was dated for 87. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh I mean, here's, an, here's another lyric. Uh, da, 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 you're looking nasty and I'm in too deep. You'll be real happy to be losing sleep. Woo! Yeah. Woohoo! Kyle Dotson. Um, <laughs> I mean, we basically said it all. Uh, it's... The, the the chorus is catchy. Um, I could have done with again, like Kristen said, another lyric other than when your walls come down three of the four times. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean it's it's just weird. It's yeah, like it's, it feels like there's never a rewrite. Yeah, there's never a second pass in the lyrics. It's like, okay, guys, here they are. Okay, what do we want to work work through some of these? Nah. We're good. I, I think they, th I mean, I'm wondering, this is going to sound weird, but I'm wondering if there, a woman was involved in writing some of the lyrics because of how inside lingo using the word Cosmo guide is. Because you'd only know that if you read the magazine. Yep. It says, uh, Stanley, it would be, Stanley Kulik and I think it's Adam Mitchell. So maybe Adam is now Adamina because a woman who reads Cosmo <laughs> No, really. I mean, I'm not trying to make fun of Adam, but um, no, a, no. a woman told them in their ear, I'm reading the Cosmos Guide to, well, what's the Cosmos Guide? Oh, they do this every month. Cosmos Guide to Better Orgasms. Cosmos Guide to Better This. 
dudes don't know that. No. <laughs> no. And, and he even quotes uh, what the Cosmo Guide was. It was 15 ways to find a lover. Yeah. That's, Wait, that was the title that's, of the a, article. that's a Matthew McConaughey movie, isn't it? Right. That's a rom-com. Kyle you know Hildreth. who reads that? You know who, who reads that guide? <laughs> who? Uh, Hurt Paul. Hurt <laughs> Paul. Oh You're yeah, right. Hurt, yeah, Hurt Paul is reading Cosmo. You're yeah, right. Hurt Paul would read Cosmo. <laughs> okay, I take that back. He's sitting there. He's sitting there getting his hair done before the show. Yeah. And, and Gene walks in and takes all the Playboys. And then Paul is just left with like a Cosmo, a Reader's Digest, and like a two-week-old TV guy. <laughs> Do you know what his favorite magazine is? Hmm. Ooh, People. <laughs> That's an old one. That's an old one. That's good, though. Are these all about Donna Dixon? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Before they dated yes. for a while. Yeah, yeah. And then, they, and then Dr. Dr. Detroit, Detroit stole her away. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. That would so, hurt anybody. And they're still married to this day. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yes, so they are. I'm going to say Dan Aykroyd knows how to uh all night. <laughs> I'd say so. So All right, that's what we get to thank for for this album. Dan Aykroyd is the reason we get crazy nights. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Oh, this is not a good out. Not a good song. Not a good album. Um, it did have a nice gang chorus. I like that right. gang vocal chorus. That was good. But again, uh, the guitar sounds so thin and almost like a toy guitar. It's a weird. They're set back and or on Asylum. They're pushed way to the front, and that's all you hear. It's way in your face. These are set back. They're quieter. It's almost like a toy. It's just not as strong as any other album they play with this. And Bruce is good. Bruce can play. It's not his fault, I don't think. I think it's Nevison just or whoever mixed it. Yeah, I think Nevison engineered, mixed it, did all the stuff. Mm, not, mm. All right. It sounds like here we go. This is a power ballad. You can't deny it. It was gigantic, co-written with Paul Stanley. Desmond Child, all over MTV. And, you know, at the time, 1987, the power ballads were the big thing. Think of Whitesnake. Courtney, you're the lady, and ladies love the power ballads. I let you go first, of course. Oh, my God. Even if you don't like this song because you want to sound cool, Kyle, there's a little part of you that just <laughs> has to just love it. And this was a good video. This was a good concert video. They they kind of took down the ridiculousness, and they went back to kind of like, you know, concert rock god hot 
Kind of, Gene's hair was a little, you know, Ethel Merman, but that's okay. He was playing around <laughs> with looks at the time. But I love this song. It is so beautiful. Paul kills it. It makes me want to cry. Lisa Kulik, Bruce's lovely wife, sings this with him sometimes. She does a beautiful version. Ooh, nice. Yes, really nice. And um, you're dead inside if you don't like at least part of this song. <laughs> Something's wrong with you. I love that she's teeing it up for uh, what's going to happen. Christian, what do you got? <laughs> okay, it transports me directly back to 1987. You know, I submit, I love it too. And for what it is, I think it really fits well with the other stuff that was going on at the time and what they were trying to compete with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got to give it up for uh, for them for being able to, you know, I don't know, you know, like Heart, the one Heart album that yeah, had yeah. all the hits on it. And What about Love? This is like a What About Love. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So it really fit um, with what they're doing uh, in the video. Actually, Bruce is playing keyboards in the video, so they're not hiding that in any way and it kind of, in watching this video it kind of seemed like gene was finally starting to be a little comfortable with the non-makeup deal because he yeah. kind of had black leather but shoulder pads and studs <laughs> and you know it was kind of like the, the old days sensual gene yeah exactly <laughs> and, then, and then it evolved more for the revenge look with the leather and the blah yeah. blah but um uh, and I, I was impressed that for a radio hit, there's a pretty kick-ass guitar solo in it. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. didn't, um, I Can't Fight This Feeling Anymore by Ransom Eli Old's Speedwagon, don't uh, they sometimes cut the guitar solo? You know, yeah. Ransom Eli Old. Really? Don't uh, some radio stations? Yeah, that there, are, there might be a single uh, edit of that song. Wow. I know I've heard it in my car where... The guitar solo had just skipped over that poor Gary. Huh. Um, so I'm glad that uh, I'm assuming that by 1987 they had it figured out, and there were so many power ballads that a really good guitar solo wouldn't scare off people. <laughs> it was on, you know, the radio or whatever. So, mm -hmm. uh, but I do love it, and we can all talk about um, every you know, it can't be your love. That's, everybody's got to have a reason to live, but it can't be your love. Yeah, that's a great line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Um, Paul sings his ass off. Uh, I, I I love this song. It's It does exactly what it's supposed to do. Young Kyle. Uh, I like this song. I don't mind a power ballad. I'm not ashamed to say it. Also, you figure at the time... The studio probably said, hey, you need to have a power ballad on this album, uh, like Christian said. So, I mean, mm -hmm. they they did it. They did it well. They didn't churn <laughs> out a bang, bang you or anything. Um, because th this yeah. album did go platinum, right? It, yeah. it did sell more than yes. Asylum. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Yeah, right. That the, the middle of 87. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. This song's fine. One more thing to add, uh, I'm looking at my REO Speedwagon, the classic years, 1978 to 1990 box set. And yes. it's got all the single edits and all that jazz on here. Uh, but there's only one can't fight this feeling. So okay, good. Uh, you might have misheard that. Okay. All right. All right. 
Kyle Hildreth, uh, bring the heat on this power ballad. Don't be a, a godless prick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, what I wrote down, my notes, uh, 80s hair metal ballad slash video. And it's exactly what it is. It's every band around this time had one. And if you didn't, if you want to be popular, you had one. So you pushed one, you made one. Um, and this is exactly what that is. And I did write my notes. It's good for what it is. All right. So and I don't. In, ge- in general, do you like a power ballad? Kyle I do. I, I, lo- I love power ballads. And you know what? I think this one just wasn't one of the ones that I never heard this back in the day. Um, okay. I never heard this album back in the day. So it just didn't click on my radar for love back then. So, never, really, <laughs> never really got into it all right hold on i can i can appreciate it for what it is and that's fine all right you get some points for the radar for love all Thank right you. let's move on we gotta we got two i more. knew you were in there somewhere yes <laughs> I knew i'm back yes. after that though don't worry you're like the tin man before okay. well i know the next song so let's not all get too excited no, no, all no. right this is a Gene song. We got two more Gene songs, and this is one of them. It's Good Girl Gone Bad. Courtney. Here's another Gene picked the song title before he did the song song like love him leave him <laughs> I've had it up to here. Um <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't have a song like that. Do I have to turn this car around? Um <laughs> it It's okay. He sounds really good. It's kind of like you were saying from the video, sensual gene. I think we get a little sensual gene here. You know, it's kind of like, you know, the nighttime is the right time kind of gene. It's not so, I met a girl and fucked her last night. Here's what her room looked like and here's what she wore. But um, there's a little more mystery here. So I kind of dig this because of that. It's it's funny. Like, I like, I like the music. I like. I like the the singing. I like I, I like where it goes, but the lyrics just kill me. Uh, face of a woman, hands of a child. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's I mean, weird. Is, uh, I just just There's always, no around, always leans towards the creep. It just rhymes with wild, and it also makes your penis look bigger. Yeah. So the creep, uh, creep spelled <laughs> with a K. Uh, Christian, what do you got for us? Uh, I don't think it's super strong. It's not the best offering, but you know, the lyrics are interesting. It's, it's a good girl gone bad one kiss and she'll drive you mad. (laughs) I'm just really grateful. He rhymed bad and mad. 
Yep. Um, and also, I was uh, very happy to know that Jean told us that she found love in the back of my car. I did, you know, that's romantic. And I'm glad that Jean shared that. So, and it was that before or after she turned bad? I don't know. I bet I bet that just means that she found a bunch of used condoms in the back of Gene's car. Right. Well, Gene refers to himself as my love so <laughs> many true. times. So we yeah. know what he's talking about. Plus, oh, he had you, child hands, so he had the kid windows. Right. And safety lock know, You saw that uh, Cynthia Plaster Caster just passed away? I did. Yes. I did yeah, see that. Okay. I tried to explain it to my parents when I was in the car. I went, oh, no. She passed <laughs> away. And they went, who? And I was like. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. So I uh, on Twitter I saw that come up that she had passed away, and under the article, this was the one of the funniest <laughs> tweets. I wish I would have come up with it. Uh, a guy named Sorry. Andy Solemn, who I know, he wrote two words. He wrote "die hard," <laughs> <laughs> just perfect. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't care for this song. I'll go to Kyle Dotson. Yeah, I when you were kind of piecing it together, you, you were hitting the notes that I wanted to hit. It's like I think el- elements I like, yes, individually and then not together at all. <laughs> like, right. like it just something doesn't work, and I'm not sure why. But yeah, yeah. Kyle Hildreth, take it to town. Soft gene, soft riff. If I'm going to take one thing away from the show, it's sensual gene. And that's what this is, and it's crap. It's just, it's who wants to listen to sensual gene? Even if you you like gene, do you want to listen to sensual gene? I like no. his sensual songs on his '78 solo album, Mister Make Believe. That, that's like a joke. This is him being serious. <laughs> it's like a joke. Yeah, that's him like trying all these different things out. You know, it's gonna sound a little goofy here and there. This it is works. him being soft gene. It's just. Hurt Paul and Soft Gene don't make a good album. Uh, all right. Moving on to Paul's, for me, third anthem. Another one that's on my treadmill tunes. I love Turn on the Night. For me, Crazy Crazy Nights, My Way, and Turn on the Night. Those are the songs why I love this album so much. I just I can listen to those three songs on a loop like a mental patient. So here is Turn on the Night. song he gives a killer whoa it's like just gigantic i love it uh and i credit goes to paul stanley and he wrote with diane warren who Mm -hmm. was working with everyone back then bon jovi aerosmith joan jett everyone but um yeah i i love turn on the night courtney um great song so love this song 
Yes, one of my favorite parts of the album. I like how there's like a small hint of tears are falling at the very beginning. Yeah. Just this little like droplet. Like seriously, go back and listen again. And then um, they sang this on Monsters of Rock. The um, the jam did this. My friend Brandon Cook, who plays with um, Black and Blue, he uh, brought the song in for them to do. And Tyson Leslie played on it. And then a woman whose name I can't remember, which is terrible. She was one of the cruisers. She sang it. Wow. And it was awesome. I bet. It was awesome. It was like the room went a little geeked out on that. It was fun. So cool. And that was Monsters of Rock, not Kiss Cruise. All right. Christian, Maybe what do you think of Turn on the Night? I also love it. I also love it. I think it's uh, really strong right out of the gate. Um, you know, I kind of think the little syncopated parts are interesting. Um, but another chorus that's just incredibly catchy kept popping into my mind. And I would love to see Kiss play this live. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was like completely uh, anybody playing it live. But if they you know, worked it into their, one of their current tours, recent tours, that and I off the elder. They did do I. Oh, cool. On the cruise. Uh, on, a, on the cruise and everybody lost their minds. And that was actually very good. It wasn't disappointing. Yeah. See? It was like really good. Nice. Yeah, I'm sold. I like it. Yeah. Kyle Dodson, what do you got? Um, no, I, I like this song. No, I do. I, uh, I, uh, the thing I feel about these last two albums are they basically like, I think we said this earlier, but like Gene and Paul each recorded a solo album and then they just put it together. <laughs> That's how I, how I feel. Like yes. this feels like a Paul solo song, um, which oh. doesn't mean it's bad. I, I, I like it. It just doesn't feel like a kiss song. Um, I think my one, I don't really like the chorus or like the, um, like the we are the world singers in the background, or like in the, in the middle. Uh, but other than that, I do like this. I do like this song, even though it doesn't belong on a Kiss album. All right, and Kyle Hildreth. Exactly. It does not sound like Kiss. It's a, it's catchy, but it sounds like oh, I'm starving. But it's another three hours until supper time. What am I going to do? Totino's pizza rolls. <laughs> can't okay. wait any longer don't you know pizza rolls it's a commercial right i, That's I love the song. commitment that you've been holding that box of i can't believe it i've had this for three weeks no three weeks i bought these three weeks ago and I've been eating Totina's pizza rolls five at a time per week. Every time I this. And I finally got to eat these now. All right. Oh, and it's just like the album, stale and not tasty. Oh, wow. All right. We got one yeah. more song and it's a Gene song. Before I even play it, I'm going to say that they should have ended this album with Turn <laughs> on the Night. And I don't understand why there's a song called Turn oh. on the Night. Oh. And then Thief in the Night, back yes. to what? back. Yeah, it's it weird. Looks, it looks clunky when you yeah. sing together. And they don't they don't reference each other. Like because no. you know these were recorded independently. Yes. They don't, there's no, it's not like a cheeky callback. It's no. nothing. And, and, and so they have crazy, crazy nights, turn on the night, thief in the night. Yeah. Fight hell, the whole you and hell or high water. Yeah. Too. But mm-hmm. these two back to back look so clunky in the track listing. And Turn on the night is far and away a better song than this 
bullshit. Mm. They have no three times. They have banged twice. (laughs) Kiss is written on the album cover four times. All right. can't follow turn on the night it can't it's just ah courtney please the end of turn on the night should be turn off the record and just (laughs) let it end it should just end it should be turn off the volume um yeah this is like lonely is the hunter of crazy of crazy nights um it's just one of those weird gene things, but he, this time he's not, I, he, I don't, I'm not into it. I like his, the other ones are fun, you know, but like, yeah, this is like another one of, you know, like a thief in the night, you know, like a bump on a log is like more. Just check it off the list. How I feel about this, but it's, it's fine, but it's hard. You can't follow turn on the night. It's too good. Someone just sent me a text saying uh, it's like the end credits of a movie after the people have already walked out. <laughs> we will credit that to uh, Steve O'Dockerson. Nice. Christian, what do you think of uh, Thief in the Night? I'll keep it short. It's just another filler. It's a filler, and it would have been so much more impactful if they would have ended with Turn on the Night. Just Yeah, I mean, if they want to end side two with Thief in the Night, so be it. It's still not a good song. But the yeah. placement of it is the worst gene uh gene was doing a lot of movies and stuff you know <laughs> he just, like what we got an album all right hold all on right. um but there's a movie there's a horror movie called trick or treat that i think came out in 86 he's he plays the dj he's actually really good in that from what i can remember i, I thought he was good Young Kyle, I think you're a fan of that movie, right? I I thought you meant there's a 2010 movie called Trick or Treat. That's what right, I not that about. one. Like '86, it came out. Yeah, yeah, Fastway did the soundtrack. But like, yeah, Gene Gene has a beard and he's like a local DJ. But I oh yeah, I, I remember that, and we talked yeah. about this before because then I watched it because he was kind of funny in it. He was playing like a shock jock, right? Like a yeah. Creepy, Okay, well, he's playing himself, basically. Yeah, I thought I thought he was strong. Maybe I just, it was a lot of years ago, but that's my memory of it. Okay. All right, Kyle Dodson, Thief in the Night. This is a song you bury in the middle of the album where people can forget it. You don't leave them with this. No. This is, 
this is where a producer needs to say either no or like this is a b-side to one of your other shit songs or no like <laughs> just put it in the middle i think the it's, only reason it's on here is because there's only four gene songs and there's seven paul songs but again the placement oh, the placement is right a, write is a, a better song yeah uh I like the guitar though. The guitar has like a nice crunchy sound to it. Yeah. All right, Kyle Hildreth. It's a confusing song to end a confusing album. That's all there is to it. It's just if that's the theme of the whole album, we're gonna do one thing and double up on it in a weird way that makes you confused. Then congratulations, you did it again. (laughs) With your beef and a night and your turn on the night. appropriate ending i think all righty well we did it we got through asylum and crazy nights next time people hot in the shade 15 songs deep followed by revenge now look let's try to vote on the playout song here i'm going to ask everyone to pick out of all the songs we heard what was your favorite of all these songs Mm, there's only one i mean yeah, it's kind of obvious. Answer. It's crazy, crazy nights. That's the only one. That's that was the one we all agreed anything. on. Yeah, I think so. All right. Even though a couple of us did love reason to, to uh, I can't even think of it. What's it called? Who wants reason to be around? lonely and reason yeah. to live. But it is crazy, crazy Look, nights. If, we all love that. If one you can't think of it, then it's not that song. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, let's go around the horn. Start with Courtney. Where can people find you? Uh, this will drop in about a month. So. If you want to promote dates, promote them. Yeah. Well, Memorial Day weekend, I'll be in Nashville at the Creatures Fest. Performing will be Ace Fraley, Bruce Kulick, Vinny Vincent, and Peter Chris. That's amazing. Vinny's going to perform? Vinny's going to perform so far. Wow. Wow. And they're also doing, they're recreating the Kiss Unplugged. Um, with Brandon Fields from Minefield and Steve Brown from Trickster. And I feel so bad. I can't remember who else is doing it. Sorry. But Bruce is going to come sit in. Oh, and Joey Casada, the drummer for um, for um, Mr. Big, for Eric Martin. And, and he's going to come and play some songs with them. Bruce is. So it's going to be kind of crazy. And we're doing my Punchlines and Backline show there with two members of Bruce's band, Zach awesome. Throne and Todd Kearns. So that's where you can find me. Twitter, I'm never there. Just find me on Facebook or Instagram. But tell me who you are on Facebook because I'm getting a lot of, hello, beautiful lady. So just <laughs> tell me you're a person. Let me make sure oh, you're that's a person. G- that's Jean. Yeah, that's yeah. Jean is <laughs> Let me show you my love. Uh, well, I, I hope when they recreate Unplugged that someone says, we got some members of the family here tonight. Oh, they're going to totally do all that. I'm not hope. talking about mom and dad. <laughs> And also, Gene is going to screw up the words to. Oh. oh, crap. What's the one he kept screwing up when they was did it unplug? Dom- was it Domino? Domino. Yeah, Domino. Oh. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That bitch bends over. He forgets the lyrics. Exactly. Uh, Chris- Christian, what about you? What, what do you want to promote? Are you doing some acting? Oh, uh, yes. Here and there, acting, drumming. My last name is spelled M A L M I N. So Christian Malmeen uh, with the C, uh, my YouTube channel. I've got uh, some Kiss related things on there and uh, some other music, rock and roll related stuff, including a song 
that I played drums on and Bruce Kulick did everything else for. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you, uh, there is this, it's called school of McCool. All right. That's awesome. So anyway, my, that's my YouTube channel and I'm always adding more stuff to it. Like All everybody. Right. I wish, I wish Gene was involved in that song. It'd be sex school. That's uh, <laughs> Kyle, where are you at on the Twitters and everywhere? Yeah. Uh, just at Kyle Dotson funny. And Kyle Dotson is funny on Twitter, so follow him. I suggest it. Kyle Hildreth, you do the artwork for a lot of our episodes, including this episode. So I thank you. And thank you for bringing your pleasant demeanor and positivity. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I was so bad. No, it was great. And you you do other artwork, too. All right, Kyle, where can we find you? Where can we find you on Instagram? Because you post some of your artwork. Yeah, it's all on Instagram, uh, Overkill Art, O-V-E-R-K-Y-L-A-R-T on Instagram. All right, cool. We are at Rock Solid Show, and you can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for everything about the show. Thank you to Kyle, Kyle, Christian, and the lady of the evening, Courtney. Oh, that didn't sound good. It's still Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Better hair. (laughs) Uh, I always like doing this, and... uh, Hopefully we do it again soon. So take care guys and everyone else, please enjoy crazy, crazy nights. Woo. Woo.
change me Cause that's who I am Ooh. These are 